Welcome to the STEM Everyday Podcast. Putting STEM into the classroom. Hi there, and welcome to the STEM Everyday Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Woods, and as always, we're here to try to give you some suggestions and ideas of ways that you can add STEM into your everyday classroom. And it doesn't matter what grade you teach or what subject you teach, there's a lot of exciting ways that you can involve your students with STEM, that's science, technology, engineering, and math ideas, and get them really interested in and who knows what, uh, what kind of careers those kids will have in the future. I have a great uh, guest with us today. His name is Wayne Carley. Welcome, Wayne. Glad to be here. Thank you. Let me just first say thank you for being willing to be with us. Wayne is the editor and publisher of STEM Magazine. Find that at stemmagazine.com. We'll also talk a little bit about uh, how your school can get copies of that. Very, very cool magazine, I got to say. Thank you. Our, our school gets it. I've loved it. My students love it. How long have you been making this magazine, Wayne? It started in hard copy in 2006 in a very uh, small geographical area of Georgia, and it only came out twice a year. And uh, as it grew, it became more and more expensive to print hard copies. And early last year, we had to go completely electronic because of the uh, cost of printing and distribution. It just grew to a point where it was prohibitive. So. Once we went electronic using a unique um, software platform of the Flipping Magazine online, interest and readership just absolutely exploded on a global level, which was uh, very exciting and, of course, affordable. Yeah. So once the school pays a small fee, that school can have access really more than even just the school, correct? Correct. The school, uh, regardless of the size, regardless of how many students, uh, has unlimited electronic distribution within that school family. So we're talking, uh, you know, teachers, students, uh, parents, uh, family members, uh, local sponsors and interested parties in the community around that school that support that school if they're interested. So there are no restrictions on distribution with the exception of distributing to other schools, of course, which um, wouldn't yeah. be permitted. But uh, that's why we try to make it affordable, and it's yeah. very flexible. In some places, we actually provide customized versions just for their school district. Great, great, and and it, and it and it really, I mean, it's a it's a great value. I mean, what twenty bucks? Um, is that is that the twenty dollars a month for a school? Uh, so if you've got 4,000 students and 75 teachers, yeah, it really becomes incredibly affordable, not counting parents and, uh, and other groups. And I know, I know at, at my school, we have, we have iPads, and um, the kids are able to, to download those right onto their individual iPads. They can look at them in their free time. It's just a fabulous resource. It's got, um, you know, I'm looking at, the, at, at most of the issues, and they're, uh, they're great, uh, great pictures that inspire the kids. This this last one had some stuff about STEAM, so adding art into STEM education. Beautiful pictures and really things that I think kind of just start inspiring those kids. Well, STEAM, I think, uh, has a lot of value, although doing away with STEM and replacing it with STEAM I don't think is very realistic. And we certainly don't want them to be in, in direct competition with each other. So. Um, it, the responsible thing for me to do is include 
at least one or more arts related, which includes the humanities, um, ethics, actual arts, uh, language arts, communications, things like that in the issue to cover that missing acronym yeah. for the uh, for the arts people. And uh, this uh, the December issue actually goes into great detail regarding how applicable arts is from a creative aspect and, um, and an ethical aspect. So arts is intricately woven into STEM, although we don't have a shortage of artists globally, uh, there's not a great economic impact on that. But when it comes to being effective in a STEM career, arts definitely plays an important role. Yeah. There, that that whole uh, right brain left brain thing. Uh, I, I've always tried to tell students, hey, you can be both. You know, it's perfectly natural to do both. Well, creativity comes from um, inspiration, and inspiration comes from curiosity. So, it's a uh, it's a very clear path from uh, being curious to actually um, being involved in a STEM career. Yeah, that's that's a great way to put it. I I, I really like uh, how a lot of your issues have uh, have a focus on a STEM career. Some are really even even like ones maybe a kid doesn't even think of. You know, well, one of the challenges is uh, STEM is still very misunderstood mm -hmm. nationally. When you say STEM, if they even know what the acronym stands for, right. they immediately conclude that it must be a nuclear physicist or an astronaut or yeah. a mathematician at Harvard, something like that. And uh, the January issue will have what I perceive as a, a layered approach to STEM careers. Every career is a STEM career to some level or the other, and each requires a different amount of education and receives a different volume of compensation. I think that's what really separates STEM. But a plumber is, uses STEM every day, an architect uses STEM every day, and a couple issues ago, uh, I did a, and I wrote an article on the bug exterminator. Yeah, yeah, my that's a STEM career. He uses STEM. He or she uses STEM every single day, yeah. from a uh, chemistry standpoint, a mathematical calculation standpoint, an engineering standpoint, which is really a decision-making process, the engineering method, and so forth. So I wanted to open their eyes to the importance of them being familiar with STEM because from secretary to scientist, they're going to be using all four acronyms on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I, you, your quote, every career is a STEM career. That That's so, I mean, that's that's what a lot of teachers need to help our kids to realize. And, and I, I love the quote on the stemmagazine.com website, and it's every teacher is a STEM teacher. That's really how it should be. One of my favorite articles that I wrote about five issues ago was how the basketball coach is a STEM teacher. So uh, probably one of the people that is least interested in STEM, but uh, using graphics and textual content, I showed how, how dribbling the ball down the court and shooting a basket is incredibly STEM heavy from physics to geometry to uh, the engineering decision-making method, uh, trajectories, velocities, uh, all these things that are happening on a subconscious level. And the, and the students are completely unaware of it, and uh, the coach is unaware of it. 
But the reality is we are wired for STEM. We're STEM creatures. Yeah. And yeah. Um, the mantra probably of STEM magazine is to just um, generate awareness of that fact, not produce some kind of new curriculum that the teacher has to teach, but make them aware that what they're already doing and already teaching is STEM. Yeah, I had written that down too. I mean, that's a, that's such a great thought. STEM really can't, if, if we just make it a curriculum, if we just make it something that we add on here or there, we're teaching kids that it's not just, you know, it's not integral. It's, it's just a little piece that we add on, which can just as easily be taken off as well. Looking for those ways, which I think your magazine does a great job of. It, it gives those kids some, some awareness of the STEM that's really in everything. I agree. And I think uh, even though the efforts to generate STEM schools and STEM programs and STEM curriculums has value, I think there's uh, a, a potential downside in that it may separate kids out and say, well, I don't go to a STEM school, so I, I don't get to know about STEM or I don't need to know about STEM or I'm not a science teacher. I'm not a math teacher, so I don't need to know about that. Yeah. And um, I think that uh, is unfortunate. We certainly don't want to um, isolate students into one category or another. I'm a STEM student. I'm just a regular old student. We don't yeah. want to go down that path. So I think that's a battle I'll be fighting for years. That's okay. I'll, I'll be fighting it right alongside you, Wayne. Don't worry. Great, thanks. It's, uh, it, it, it truly is, you know, and it goes, I mean, it even goes back to the old uh, discussions of right brain, left brain and, and things too. You know, we, if a teacher starts down that path of, of saying that, no, you know, those math people or those science people in my school, they're so much different than <laughs> me, you know, that's, it's drawing this line and we got to help break down that wall, I guess, you know. Um, well, let's remind them of the physiology that the left and right brain are connected. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's no getting around that. But uh, you can't do one without the other. Yeah. Um, a creative writer, per se, you know, maybe heavy on the right brain from a creative standpoint. But uh, as they are um, producing, you know, a book or a magazine or um, a schematic design, obviously they have to immediately shift to the left brain to interact with the appropriate technology. Yeah, and that really, and that technology is is everywhere. It's it's integrated into everything that we do nowadays, and and probably even more so uh, in in all the coming years. So I agree. Now, uh, it's it's a great magazine. I I can't urge uh, teachers enough to uh, to look into it. Um, talk to your principal. Talk to your superintendent. And say, hey, this would be a great resource for our school. It's nothing difficult to get. You just got to sign up through your website. Correct. Actually, the best thing to do is just send me an email, which, of course, is on the website, too. And um, all I need is your email address, and um, we're good to go. All right. And we'll have links to all those posted right after the, the podcast here on, on the site. And uh, it's also available. There's an app um, so the kids can have a flash, you know, some flash things integrated into it as well. Wayne, you're a great advocate for more and more teachers to, to really look at putting STEM into their their everyday classroom, not just once in a while. Well, if I can get it into their head and into their heart first, uh, there's a good trickle-down theory to the students. Um, as I've uh, mentioned to you before, one of the biggest concerns I had when I launched STEM was 
Uh, I'm in Georgia and there are, are several counties in Georgia where the dropout rate is as high as 50 percent. But what concerned me most uh, on a national level is that the dropout rate for teachers per capita is higher than the dropout rate for students wow. for a variety of reasons. So STEM magazine really wants to engage the educator to embrace once again their love for learning on a personal level mm -hmm. and struggle against that battle of uh, teaching to the test, which we all hate and can't do much about right now yeah um, amen to that <laughs> uh, i certainly uh, am a little older than you but i grew up in a time where teachers decided their own curriculum and taught what they thought you needed to know about world history or math or things like that that's been taken away so if i can encourage teachers to um, to embrace the love of learning for the sake of learning in their own personal lives it'll be a lot easier to uh, engage the curriculum and present it to the class. The, the, the kids will see the enthusiasm in the teacher, yeah. and that's very contagious. It, it is. It's very contagious. My students love your magazine. I love the magazine. I enjoy getting it every every month and, and being able to read it and uh, look through it and, and even helps me to think of other connections I can make in my classroom. So That's great to hear. Thank you. Yeah. So, so thank you, uh, Wayne Carley from STEM Magazine. And as always, thanks again for joining us on the STEM Everyday Podcast. And if you've got questions or ideas, contact us and we'd love to hear from you. You're listening to this podcast on the SDAC Broadcasting Network. To find more information about this or other podcast shows, please visit RemarkableChatter.com.